This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, it is a beautiful Friday out today. It really it, is. It's like a spring day. It is. It's shocking. Like, it's warm out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's shorts and t-shirt almost out there. Yeah. You're Sunday wearing shorts. I always have shorts. <laughs> Go to the gym after this, too. There's a full disclaimer. But, um, yeah. I mean, geared up for a great football weekend. We saw a game last night. And, you know, Pitt played, too. How about that? And, you know, we got... A really good slate of games, and the Absolutely. Steelers Sunday nighters yeah, probably we, as good as any. We talked about a lot of those yesterday. Uh, the Steelers today activating Marquise Pouncey nice. off the COVID nineteen nice. list. Uh, of course, uh, basically switches spots with Vince Williams on the COVID nineteen yeah, list. Right. I, is that a trade off that you would that you would have made if if, so, yes. if somebody who said Tuesday you can get Marquise Pouncey back, but you're going to lose Vince Williams? I mean, obviously, like if everybody's healthy, yes. I mean. Pouncey's better at what he does, and Williams is what he does, and is more accomplished. But even in the, even knowing the Spillane Bush situation, yes, I think that center position has hurt them pretty bad over the last two weeks. Yeah, you want to talk about why they haven't run the belt ball particularly well the last two weeks, mm-hmm. and it's kind of come to a head in these last two weeks, without question. Um, that's why. Uh, it's a big reason. Yeah, and and what we don't know is. The communication, the timing of doubles and going up to the linebacker, the stuff that Pouncey's going to have with his teammates that, you know, the young guy's just not going to and takes time. So I think that's big. Um, and it kind of makes you out of excuses for the O-line, to be honest with you. Like right. It's kind of put up or shut up time in terms of that O-line moving some bodies this week. It, it, I don't know how much they'll choose to do it, but you'd like to see some of it. Yeah. No, no doubt. And the reason why I don't know that Vince Williams, obviously you'd love to have him out there uh, because they're already down Bush and Spillane, uh, and we knew that going into the week. Right. Um, is because of you know what he can do in the, in the run defense. Um, but Buffalo doesn't run the ball. No. I looked at them. I took Josh. If you take Josh Allen's numbers out of their rushing attempts, right mm-hmm. now they're averaging 25 rushing attempts per game as Pretty a low. team, yeah. which is low. And they are winning a lot of games. If you take Allen's rushing attempts out of the equation, okay. they average 18 rushing attempts per game. Wow. So they average 18 non-quarterback rushing attempts per game. Yeah. and they They're not going to suddenly come out in this game on Sunday and say, no. oh, we're going to run the ball 40 times because they don't have Vince Williams. No, they're going to throw at the Steelers <laughs> they're linebackers. They're throw, yeah. And they're going to throw at the Steelers linebackers, which I think they would have done if Vince was out there anyway, frankly. But I think I might, in some instances, uh, if we're looking at um, what the Steelers are going to have on the field with Marcus Allen... Um, you know, Avery Williamson, and perhaps uh, maybe they, they work Ulysses Gilbert into mm-hmm. that. They're better in coverage. They're certainly that's faster. what they better. That's what they do better. Right. Like, I mean, as Alan's long as they, as long safety. as the communication is okay, right, and they right, don't right. pass guys off to nobody. Um, they better range. They're probably yeah. better in coverage. Frankly, maybe in a fifth, if Spillane and Vince were out there. Yes, these backups might be better than. That's the what they're. That's what right. they're suited to do. They are absolutely. So this game, I don't think it hurts them all that bad. 
You're right, though. The recognition and the communication is That's big. the stuff that's going to be big. Yeah. I mean, passing guys off in zone, when to do it, when not to, how long to stick with them, those things are important. This team will manipulate you a lot, pre-snap and play and run action, things like that, too, that I would think Williams, and, Williamson's, and Williamson, frankly, won't bite on nearly as much as certainly Gilbert or Spillane. Yeah. Or, you know, the, the youth, the young guys. Allen, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if because of that, fact because the Steelers know that they're inexperienced especially in their defense like I'm not going to say Avery Williamson is inexperienced he started no, one game but he's new yeah do you play more man-to-man defense in this game maybe I mean rule of thumb is you don't play a lot of man against running quarterbacks but you have spies and right you could you know, spy him Allen yeah. and Williamson and those guys could all spy him and he's not Lamar where you need two spies I mean right, he's a really yeah. good runner but Maybe. Um, I think the Steelers' corners are probably better in man, which is maybe the first time I could say that in 20 years, but they're probably a little better in man than they are in zone, um, which is a compliment. It sure looks like you're going to have your full complement of corners. Right. So that might be the strength of the D now where the linebackers aren't. Diggs is going to have a – if you're playing man, Diggs is, is a handful, but he's going to be a handful if you're playing zone. That doesn't matter. Without question. Yeah. Without question. You just play the safety over top of him and maybe bracket him a little bit. Yeah. And if Beasley does some damage against you. you and know, I think he will. It's, you know, it's seven yards at a time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're going to take a Patriot-like approach to quick hitting crossing routes in the middle of the field against these linebackers, right. which they probably would have done knowing Bush was out with right. any of them that are yeah. there. It's still the weakness of the defense. Yes. You know, I mean, I don't know that – holding the ball a long time and driving the ball down the field versus man coverage is what you want to do against the Steelers, no, no. matter who you are. They're still gonna, they're <laughs> You're going to get hit. hit. You're going to get hit. Yeah. So that's my hunch. Um, it's a good, a good approach. Yeah, I mean, I think you could get away with a lot of man. Yeah, so I, I think... Not, I'm sorry, not, he's also not the most experienced quarterback, so you may vary your coverages more than you do or disguise them a little more than you do on average. The problem with the disguise part of it is, are those guys capable in the middle of, of playing the disguise game? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Are they experienced enough to, to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to show man here, but then we're going to drop into a zone. Or mm-hmm. We're going to show robber coverages yeah, and stuff like that. That kind of stuff. So uh, I, I think a lot of it's, um, you know, there's there's going to be a lot on the plate of the safeties as well. I was uh, thinking that too. Yeah. And I think they're up for the challenge. Yeah, right. Yeah, they yeah. don't have a great tight end. You know, I think Minka will read Allen well and – attack his balls and get a chance to maybe take it a takeaway or two from that. Um, I did hear something which didn't shock me that was a little alarming, though. It was actually on the way here. I was listening to a podcast. Steelers have only faced two passing games that are in the top half of the league this year. And in their last six games, all those teams have been bottom ten. So just in terms of the the level of passing game they're going to face this week, is going to be probably their toughest test. Because one of those that are in the top half was Houston with Bill O'Brien. You know, like it yeah. wasn't quite even the same, you know. Well, but at that point, though, you know, if you look at what Deshaun Watson was doing, he wasn't running. He, everything was Mm-mm. throwing the ball. No. Um, they, you know, they wanted to But they become a, a top half passing game since then. Yeah, They're way right. better, you know, lately than they yeah. were then. I just – my point is this is going to be a tougher challenge passing game than they've dealt with all year or certainly recently. Yeah, oh, there's no yeah, doubt about yeah. that. I mean, uh, but, you know, I thought that they did a, uh, 
a pretty good job against Tennessee's pass. You know, if you look at the, yeah. the teams that they've played who do throw the ball well, mm-hmm. I think that they've you know done pretty good against. Oh, the pass defense has been phenomenal, but it's it hasn't been a murderer's row. Um, if, but I love that the pass rush is mostly intact. You know, two it's going to be yeah. there, and I think Highsmith isn't just a fill in. He's a heck of a lot better than a Chickalo. Yeah, I mean, right. I, I'm almost right. I'm certain of that. And their cover guys are in full force. I mean, I'm assuming Hayden's going to play. I, I like those chances. And, frankly, the Bills' D is not phenomenal. I mean, I, I, I think there's going to be a lot of points unless weather's a big deal. Yeah. Is what I'm going to I'm I'll leaning. say one thing about that. The, this, you know, well, they haven't faced any top passing attacks. Or at least, you know, ones that are still there. Not consistently. Um They've faced some teams that can throw the football and have shown that they can throw. You know, if you look at the Giants, yeah, the Giants have had some games. If you have a bad pass defense, the Giants will exploit that. Yeah, I don't know if I can buy that. Uh, they got weapons. They got weapons, but uh, it's like, you know, yeah, it's not the Giants. Green Bay or Kansas City. No, or... it's not. I'm not saying that it <laughs> is. Know. But, you know, I look at that Giants, um, you know, they threw for 256 against, against Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's... Daniel Jones can do some things to hurt you there. Uh, you know, I think that Tennessee passing game, Tennessee is, passing game, I think is legit. Is, is legit. Yep. Uh, you know, we talked about Houston. I mean, unfortunately, well, well fortunately, you didn't get Dallas with Dak. They yeah. don't count, but they could be very scary. Cleveland showed that they can throw the football. Mm-hmm. If, if you're if you're a bad pass defense, the Browns will eat that. You know, we'll we'll make some plays on you. And they had Odell when the Steelers played them as well. No, I hear you. I and hear the Steelers you. gave up 148 passing yards in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they were way ahead. You know, Cleveland was in pa- – that's the thing about this. I can look at this and say, okay, well, uh, you know, the Steelers' pass defense, they've given up some yards, but they've been so far ahead the entire – Some of the, like, yard, the yardage stuff I don't care the about. The yardage stuff doesn't matter. If you're up 30 and you give up a drive late in the game, I don't care about that. Yeah. That doesn't matter to me at all. But I, I do think people do want to ding the Steelers. They haven't played anybody. I'm not on that train, but I think when you analyze a pass defense, a run offense, and especially you know in the passing games, you, you, they haven't faced great quarterbacks. They haven't faced a, 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 a really difficult slate. But I still think the pass defense is great. I mean, the pass rush would be just as good no matter what. And right. that, to me, is the, 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 the thing you can always fall back on with this defense is the pass rush is elite. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you could look at almost every team that's in the top. Um, you know, look at the Rams last night. Rams have a good defense. They have very good defense. Very yeah. good defense. The Patriots have an awful offense. Oh man, right. So those are the games where you pad your stats and uh, you know oh, against no the pass. No like the game against the Ravens mm-hmm. is a game the Steelers really pad their their defensive stats. They gave up ninety passing yards in that game, and oh, seventy right. of it came on one play. Oh, absolutely, um, right, right. You know that that's with the bad team. Right? Yeah, that's part of doing that. You know, you you play. Uh, I mean, Denver you know, without Locke. You give up one hundred and forty five right. passing yards to the Browns, mm-hmm. who they also held to seventy five rushing yards in that game. By the way, oh, just destroyed. I mean, they them, just right. destroyed the Browns. Yeah. So. I mean, I still think it's the best defense in the league. Yeah, but this is going to be a different test than this is seen. a test. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and I expect them to give up some yards in this game. They're season high for yards. They gave up four fifty seven to Baltimore in that game, uh, one ninety two passing and two sixty five rushing. Well, they're not going to give up two hundred sixty five yards. No, rushing not in this at game. all. Um, I also think. I mean, this is really maybe giving them too much the benefit of the doubt in that game. I don't. I think they wanted to not give up the deep ball. 
Right. They didn't really crowd the line of scrimmage, even though it's the Ravens and they run like crazy. They didn't want to give and they up played, one over the they, top. They played nine on ten with the rest of the defense because Watt and Dupree's job was to hit Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Right. And they time. won. I mean, they yeah. know that's a good formula to, hey, we can put enough points up to keep up with that style. I asked Keith Butler um, this week on Thursday, uh, can you use a similar style of defense, a similar style of attack against Josh Allen because they will you know have designed runs for him and mm-hmm. those kind of things. Now he'll stay he wants to stay in the pocket some as a passer. And he's yes, a better passer yeah, yeah. in the pocket than he Lamar is, is. Right, right. But he wants to run. Oh, they have designed runs. I mean that's part of their offense. I mean, I would make sure that runs. every time he gets out of the pocket, I'm hitting him. Agreed. I mean they'll run quarterback power. Right. I mean they'll have ten blockers with him not even an option to pitch it. I mean, he's the ball carrier. Like right. They used to run with Cam. They're giving you a free shot at their quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they, he's more built to handle it, and he'll take fewer hits throughout the course of the game than some of these pure runners. But, no, you're 100% right, and I don't care who it is. If you give me a free shot at the quarterback, like I always say this, like when, when Baltimore, when Lamar was new and they would trot him out there as a rookie and Flacco would go stand up by the <laughs> sideline – I would put James Harrison over Flacco and jam him at the line of scrimmage and throw him on his head. Like, would, if you're going to put him at the line of scrimmage, I'm going to pound him. It would look like the BYU quarterback last week against Coastal. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, if he's just going to stand there and be a That statue, was a bit extreme. But. It would have been a little extreme. But at least I'm going to give him a shot in the chest and knock him over and play man coverage against him with Bud. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to let me hit your quarterback, I'm going to. Yeah. I mean, it pays off in the fourth quarter. That's the thing. I mean, okay, so maybe he gets a run on you early in the game, but is he quite as willing or quite as able to do that after you've gotten three or four good licks mm-hmm. on him and kind of beaten him up a little bit? The other thing about him as a runner, and he's very, very good, and he'll break tackles, but he's not going to – Lamar had that 60-yarder last yeah. week. I mean, like, he's not going to run away from Mink. Right. You he's, know what I mean? Yeah, he's even not he's not even RG3 guy. running with the ball in his hands. I mean, yeah. He's not going to run away from anybody. He's not going to turn the corner and – He's a good athlete. He, you yeah, know, for a guy who's 6'5 and 235 pounds. Sure. When they're on the 12-yard line and his first read's not there, he may get in the end zone. You yeah. know what I mean? But he's not going to run away from the defense. Yeah. You know, he's dangerous, though. I mean, he throws the ball really well now. Yeah, uh, he's going to – see your point. He, he is the best quarterback that they faced. And I, I did want to mm-hmm. take a look at the quarterback rankings uh, because okay, they're out cool. on the NFL.com. So we will do that when we return. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson and Matt. Uh, we go th- we go over this every once in a while. It's the, no, it's quarter- fun. the quarterback rating index on uh, NFL.com, and it's a uh, you know Bompieri, uh, uh, Bompieri, Blair, Felice, and, and Parr vote on this, and they, they okay. I couldn't remember it. how many people were voting. Yeah, it's a four man voting, uh, and they rank the quarterbacks in the league based on how they how those guys vote for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Allen is last. Fine, yeah, that's yeah. where he belongs. Right. The Steelers get to see him next week, or the Bengals or are Finley. last. Yeah, and everything. Their offense is last, or the worst team in the league. Their defense is last. Everything's last. Uh, 31 is Mitch Trubisky. 
I don't know that he's and that's a little rough. He's played better than that. He's played. He's actually been better than Foles this year. Yeah. I mean, that's we're not talking about Montana versus Young. It's a low. Right? It's a low bar. You could it's a low you could bar. St- you could just fall over that bar. But you and I have made fun of Trubisky, but like. I would give him two million a year to be Ben's backup next year. Absolutely. You know Somebody I mean? asked me that in my right. live cues this way. Hey, would you be interested in, in signing Trubisky when he, you know, when he's a free agent? I'm like, yeah, right. There's right. tools and see what happens. He's, right. He's Josh to... Allen light. Right. 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 Maybe right. light, light, light. But right. you know, if, there are some similarities there in their game. Frankly, if I was the Bills, I'd sign him. Yeah. You know, right, right. right. I mean, like, a team like that, he's a perfect fit for them. I mean, and maybe run, even fix the guy. Him. Right. And even maybe even fix him. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd even sign Josh Rosen. I mean, like. If, if for nothing, I mean, it's kind of like the Paxton. I like Trubisky signing. better than. Oh, I do too. I, like, I think he has more tools. He has and, more tools, yeah. but some of those type of dudes. I mean, Paxton Lynch, bring him here and see what happens. Yeah, he's, I mean, what was he? The third pick in the draft. Yes, he was way too high, but he right. You know, he was still a first round draft pick, and he was that. He was definitely going to be a first round guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was not in question. He just questioned him. With him, was he hadn't started many games. Hadn't started many games. I mean, and they passed. I mean. Not his fault. They passed on Watson and Mahomes yeah, that's... and traded up a spot to take them. I think I've told you this. They tr- they moved from four in the draft to three, and they gave up two thirds or something like that. Those two picks ended up being Fred Warner and Alvin Kamara. <laughs> you know, like they did, they, they probably wouldn't have made the picks, right. but it just yeah. makes it all worse. You know? Yeah. Uh, Mike Glennon at thirty. That might he be a little rough terrible. on him. He's not yeah. been. Yeah, he's not been bad. He's kept them in games. They've been really competitive the last yeah. month, except for when they played the Steelers. Uh, and he didn't play in that game. Right, right, right. Uh, Sam Darnold falls a spot to twenty nine. He's actually played better. Nobody yeah, I don't know that would bump. Things, I don't know that would bump him down. He had them in no. position to win that game. Right. No, he's been looking a little better. Uh, Drew Locke falls two spots to twenty eight. He hasn't been so awful either. He's not very good. No, I don't think so either. Um. Jalen Jalen Hurts comes in. At, see, this is so Jalen Hurts should not be twenty seventh on this list based on his. He's played like two series. His nine passes that he threw last week. I, I I'm keep sorry too. He had, he he brought a spark to the team. He had nothing to do with Jalen Rager taking a punt return to the house. No, <laughs> you know he came in and had got a first no. down or two. He He's going to get his behind oh. handed to him this yes. weekend. Uh, Nick Mullins at twenty six. That's who he's he been is. adequate. Right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Andy Dalton falls two spots to twenty five. That's who he is too. Yeah. Um, and there again, people talk about the Steelers need to go sign Andy Dalton to be their backup. He kind of yeah. is who he is at this point. He'll beat That's the a whole different he'll beat the Bengals this but, week, but right, he's not beating many other teams. I mean, so so many teams have taken the approach that hey, if we lose our starter, the season's pretty much shot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let's use our money on this on people to help him. Case in point. <laughs> yeah, actually, it isn't. But uh, twenty four is Taysom Hill. I reluctantly say he played better last week in quarterback. He's played well in both of his games against the Falcons. When he didn't play the Falcons, he did not play well. Right. And Denver doesn't count because they didn't have a quarterback, but he didn't He didn't play well in that game. I'll be interested to see what he looks like this week against Philadelphia because Philadelphia, while not a great defense, is a a, a, – a bu- slightly above average defense, and the Falcons' D is not horrible, but it's very predictable. They, yeah, they, they drop in their zones, and you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm not a believer in Hill. Uh, Twenty three falling a spot is Cam Newton. He looked awful last night. He looked night. awful. I mean, the Rams destroyed them last night. I don't know that Cam Newton is is an NFL starter anymore. I don't know point. what to think of Newton. I mean, he was even hard before this. Yeah, because he's so different. He's a huge personality. You got to structure your team around him. Do you really want to invest that much in him to do it? He's not good enough to do that He's not anymore. Not good enough to do it. And he was really bad last night, but 
I feel like people have been a little too hard on him because his weapons are so bad, but so what? He's old and he doesn't run like he used to. I mean, like, if the Bears had him, they'd be better, but not much. Yeah, I right. hear you. 22 is Tua. Hmm. Uh, he's not. I'll say this about him. He hasn't thrown an interception yet. No. Which is promising. He's lost one fumble, so... You know, you, you look at the numbers, a 63% completion percentage. Uh, he has 898 passing yards in, in six games, 6.6 mm-hmm. 6 yards six per six games temp. already? Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess that's where you got to put him then. Um, what I was going to say about him is, I just read this morning, he's completed one ball over 20 yards. Mm-hmm. But, to your point, he hasn't turned it over. And he gets it out quick and... Let's him play defense. and If Drew Brees plays like that, we say, way to go, Drew. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's kind of who he is, is Drew Brees. Right. He's a quick rhythm passer, and that's fine. I just don't know that that's worth the where, they, where he was taken. I'm sure they're going to say, I wish I had Herbert. Yeah. You know. Uh, 21, Alex Smith. I guess. 20, Daniel Jones. I like back. Daniel Jones, despite our Viking conversation a little earlier, but I think he's getting better. I don't think they'll try to replace him in the soft season. No, I don't think they I will I think either. he's going to be the starter. Uh, 19 is Teddy Bridgewater. I think mm. Alex Smith should be ahead of him. I'd say him and Dallas. They're the same guy. Same and, guy yeah. and I'd rather take Smith. Uh, 18, Jared Goff. Okay. I mean, he has his down moments, but he leads a pretty good offense. I mean, he didn't have to do anything last night. He didn't do anything last night, yeah. I'd better um, have him higher, though. This is probably as low as this guy's been all year. Matt Ryan at 17, down three spots. It's I looked guess. a little spotty this year. Yeah. I mean, it's it looks like the wheels are starting to come off a little bit. Him and Goff are sort of similar. The more I think about it, I mean, age aside, yeah, you know, they, they've got to protect them and they'll move the field, but they're not dynamic. Uh, Sixteen down a spot, Philip Rivers. I don't know why he'd be down, but um, just like power ranks, sometimes people yeah, move. Somebody down moves by, up. Yeah, yeah. He's been pretty accurate, and when he's protected, he gets he's been decent. Uh, here's why. Because Baker Mayfield moved up to 15 after his yeah. massive performance where they finally let him throw the ball a little bit against a he bad defense. He played really well, but he's not better than Matt Ryan. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. I'd rather go off, too. 14, Phil, uh, Matthew Stafford. I hope he went up a little. He, he played, did. He moved he up two well. spots, yeah. yeah. Up two spots. 13, Kirk Cousins. Cousins had a good year. Yeah. I'm not a, I never say much good about him, but he's had a good he year. He still does turn yeah. the ball over a little bit, though. Oh, he does. He yeah. does. Uh, 12. If you were the Niners, would you give a first-round pick for Matthew Stafford? E- mm, or the Colts? Well, I think the Colts definitely would. But yeah. Because they got nothing else. No, right, right. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got an injury. He's got, there's, a, there's some injury issues there that you yeah, wonder right. about. There's a lot of wear and tear. Uh, number 12 is Tom Brady. Okay. I mean, he got a, he got a pass for the week. Just, that's where he is. Yeah. Justin Herbert falls three spots, falls out of the top ten. This is probably – I think the hype train got started probably. a little too soon. On it. He's not winning any games. He's not winning any games. Like, I don't care. You're, you're behind all the time, so you throw, 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 throw. But you're not winning any games. And the tools are really impressive. Yeah. You know? And what's nice about him, kind of versus Tua, one of them entered the league with a lot higher expectations oh, than the other. Yeah, which right. Which isn't fair. You yeah. know? I mean, if you should judge him in a, in a vacuum – one of them has way better. Been throwing a key to Allen and Mike Williams. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Two ahead, that he'd probably look a lot better too. He would. <laughs> I, I mean, I really like Herbert. I think his his uh, future is really bright. But these two Belichick defenses make Exposed him look like him a, little a bit, total yeah. rookie, right? Yeah. Uh, but he's down to eleven. Number ten is Derek Carr. 
I'd be a little lower on Carr. He, the last couple of weeks have not been his friend. They have not. And here's the thing: it doesn't. This doesn't get factored into a quarterback's passer rating mm-hmm. or any of those things. He's lost eight fumbles. It's a lot. His pocket. I mean, you played twelve games. You lost eight fumbles. So mm-hmm. you only thrown five interceptions, but you've turned the ball over thirteen times. Yeah, and that's, that's too time. much. Like Baker does that all the time yeah. too. And that's just too. That's no pocket presence. Right. It's a good point. Not that it's ever okay, but if it were Allen, Murray, Lamar, okay. Yeah, you're, you're running. Five tackles he's standing in the pocket. He's, he's not going anywhere. Right, right, right. With that a pretty good show, line. Yeah, that just him. shows me that you just have no... Yeah, you need to be aware of that yeah. stuff. Uh, and you don't go down the field a lot either. That's the other thing. The ball comes out quick. The ball comes out quick run, and you right. fumble eight You times. don't extend plays. That's a pretty bad stat. You're right. Uh, number nine, up two spots after his week, Lamar Jackson. Okay. I mean, I'm coming around on him. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a little better. A little better, better yeah. yeah. Um, didn't throw the ball great the last no, game, but no. he ran. He had three or four dreadful passes, too, but he usually does. Number eight up a spot. This is as high as he's been all year. Ben Roethlisberger. Hmm. Okay. I mean, I can't put anything that's happened the last two weeks on Roethlisberger. Right. They've dropped 15 passes in the last two games. I think that's good analysis by these folks who do it because I think most people would have had would drop them. Yeah. But if you really study it, it wasn't because of what – Came out of his hand. It was yeah. what happened when it got there. And here's the here's the other side. He has not lost a fumble this year. Wow. I mean, the turnovers are really. He's down thrown right he's now. thrown seven interceptions, but he's lost. He hasn't lost a fumble. Like, when you factor in sacks and turnovers, those are that's a really telling thing to add up. Yeah. And he's been elite with that this year. Yeah. Number seven, down two spots. Kyle, Kyler Murray. He has not played well. He's trending in the wrong direction. Very much so. Yeah. And. There's we could be having this discussion next week, and he could be at 10. Or two. I mean, or, yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of volatility with him, but it's obvious he can't see. And everyone's keeping him in the pocket, and he's not. He's not running. He's not running because his shoulder's all messed up, and he doesn't throw the ball so well because his shoulder's all messed up. You know, yeah. like, he's obviously playing through something, but if Breeze was playing through this, you'd be okay. Right. You know what I mean? Like He'd figure it, out a way. But yeah. th- this takes away three-quarters of what he does. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's a bad thing to, for him to deal with, which brings you to the bigger topic, and Lamar's obviously in this conversation, is once these guys start to get banged up, can you fall back on the essentials? Right. You know what I mean? And I think Kyler's a pretty good thrower, so if this was a knee, maybe it wouldn't be as big That's a problem. What, I mean, if we're, we're going to talk here about the guys ahead of Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. and these guys can all do that. If they can't there. run, yeah, yeah. They, can, they have something to fall back on. Like number, get to Allen? I mean, number sure. six is... is Russell Wilson, who's fallen two spots. Yeah. But if he can't run, he can still stand well, in the Carter pocket through the football. Right, yeah. yeah. Ryan Tannehill is number That's five. That's pretty high for Tannehill. Yeah. But I can't put him ahead of Russell Wilson. I'm sorry. But he's playing well. <laughs> uh, number four is Josh Allen, up three spots. Had a really good game, and he's had a great year. Yeah. Now, I'll say this. He's thrown eight interceptions. Hmm. He's lost six fumbles. Has he? He's turned the ball over. a little more acceptable than Carr. Turned the ball over 14 play. times, though, in 12 okay. games. I bet T.J. Watt's well aware of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number three, Deshaun Watson. And here's the other side of the coin. He's, he's thrown six interceptions. He's only lost one fumble, and he runs around like a chicken with his head cut and off. And isn't getting held. <laughs> yeah. He's been really, really good this year. Uh, number two, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, the top two, I think, stand alone at the moment. And Mahomes. And Mahomes, two interceptions, one fumble lost. Crazy. And both the interceptions came against the Raiders. Really? The game they lost. No, he oh, threw okay. one in that no, game, right, one, no, again, right. one against him in the second meeting. Okay. That doesn't mean he doesn't throw passes that are cap- not capable of being intercepted. But well, He'll throw the ball downfield. <laughs> yeah. 
Rogers is the other one too. Yeah, like Rogers' career TD to interception ratio is one of the most startling. He's thirty six to four this year. Thirty six to four. Yeah. I mean that's crazy, and he'll th- and he'll sling it all over the field too. Yeah. So I mean those are the quarterback rankings. Yeah. So the Steelers, you're going to see the number four quarterback, and I can't disagree with that. No, that's no, where he no, belongs. No, I, I mean, we, when we talked about that 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 matchup when we went over the the, the rosters, I mean, we gave the nod to, to put him over Ben, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's he brings more to the table right now. Yeah, I and mean, Ben does some things. Now there are some things. Yeah, there like, there are some things that Ben. You would obviously, mm-hmm. if you put Ben's head on Josh Allen's body right sure, now, sure, he'd, actually, either. you'd have a young Ben. You'd have a young Ben. <laughs> yeah, you'd have the, the the best version of Ben we've probably seen. Right. That's a good point. He has some early trait Bens. Early. Ben oh, when I was him. watching him at Wyoming, that, that was the first thing I thought. I'm like, man, he looks like Ben Roethlisberger when I was yeah. watching the Miami tape. Like, he's all they have. I bet he's you – know, you've seen Ben a million times, and people that haven't, I bet would say, boy, Ben's bigger than I thought he was. I bet Allen's won that mold, too. Oh, Ben's way big. Like, people don't understand how, they, how big of a human being he like is. Like, my wife says that all the time and like because I'll get caught on camera standing next to Ben, and I'm, I'm 6'1", 205 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's towering yeah, over me, he's like a big dude. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, you see him in person, like wow, yeah. It, yeah. And I bet Allen's. I mean, it's not way. like seeing Shaq, but no, of course. <laughs> I've done but... that before too. It's like holy mackerel, it's <laughs> the largest human being I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, but yeah, big Ben's big. Josh Allen's a big guy. Not strapping... quite as stout. Right. They list him at two thirty-five. Now maybe that's light on the Give light him end. Ten but... years to put on a little. Yeah, there were some times job. in Ben's career though where that two forty that they or two forty five that they listed him at was not correct. Not either. correct. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the Bettis weight. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I, I thought that was interesting. And That's it, good. Uh, again, uh, so if you're talking about who the Steelers face this year, they face Deshaun Watson, who's number three. Right. Uh, Can't they'll, be denied. they'll face Rick number Allen. four this week. They face number five. Who was five? Tannehill. Okay. Yeah. Um. They, they faced Burrow, who's not on that list, and he'd probably been twelve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they played Jackson, who's number nine. Twice, yeah. Um, once, once. They played Mayfield, who's number fifteen now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll play Rivers in a few weeks. He's yes. number sixteen. Um, I mean, I wasn't implying it's all junk. But no, but I, but the you, right to, to the point. I mean, a lot of the guys that they faced have been on that bottom end. Mm-hmm. At, by the same token, a few years ago, we were talking about this, and everybody they faced was in the top end of that. So that's oh, just I how know. the schedule comes out. It, very true. Yeah. I mean, I also don't see Gilbert's name on there or Griffin's name on there. <laughs> or, right. Or, you know, what's his face from Denver, or, you know. But, yeah, uh, that happens every But team. they would be at the same spots as Drew Locke is at now or Nick Mullins. They or wouldn't some... be at 15 or No, they would not be that high. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, that's a good point. Yeah, so it, it all balances out. Mm-hmm. Um, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, I sent Matt an article last night, NFL.com, also ranked the top 10 defenses oh, cool. in the league. So I wanted to talk about that, that when we return. So we'll do that right after this. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio.
We are back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson and Matt uh, Nick, Nick Shook on uh, NFL.com. Uh, ranked what he feels are the top 10 defenses okay. in the NFL right now. Some of this is by numbers, others by that how they're playing team. now. Yeah, yeah right. that kind of thing. Um, Before we start, I I think there might be eight good ones in the league. Yeah, it's you know, tough. Like it's tough to get 10. You often get, oh, that, but that defense stinks. They all do. Yeah. I mean, there's 20 bad ones in the league right it's now. It's the same thing when people are talking about offensive lines. Right, right, right. You know, right. Oh, the Steelers' offensive line is the worst in the NFL. I know it's not. you got to look around. Look, take a look around. It's a little less than it's, than it's yeah. been, but it doesn't mean it's worse than 20 lines in the league. No. Yeah, right. Um, number 10, he has the Giants' defense. I'm on board with that. They are well-coached. Uh, yeah, they're sixth in the league in red zone defense. Okay. Uh, so it's tough to get the ball into the into the end zone against them. Uh, they're eighth in sacks for per game. Um, now they're they're only That's ranked. Kind of their, they're not yeah. a great pass rushing unit. But. They're only ranked 18th against some pass, and they're 14th in interceptions. But they can get after the passer. They're tough to run the ball against. They got some beef in the middle. Yeah. It's really. Th- and they shut down Seattle last week. They and did. That, that carries some weight. And they also are playing their best football now. Yeah. You know, at the beginning of the year, that team was searching and new coach, and you know they're they play a lot of zone, but Bradbury still kind of leans towards whoever the top guy is. Um, they tackle well. That's a good D. Yeah. Uh, number nine is the Ravens. Down a little bit from where they typically are, but that's about where they're at this year. They're, I think so. They're not, they've not played great defense this year. You can run against them. Their pass rush, I thought, would be better. Yeah, and it's not. I mean, it's okay. Calais Campbell's kind of a shot on his last legs. Be. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, Yannick Ndokwe hasn't made He has one sack since joining the Ravens really? in like five games now. Okay. And Judon's just a guy. I mean, he's okay. Yeah. But no, I thought their pass rush would be a little better. But they could still scheme some things up. Like it's I think they'll, they're going to give the, the the Browns trouble this weekend. A lot. Yeah. 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 Um, number eight is Tampa Bay. That was probably down from where people where it was earlier in the season. Um, Ex- exactly. They're twenty they, second in passing yards allowed. I know the last like six or eight weeks. The first six weeks, I think it was they started extremely strong. Yeah. Um, I keep going back to this with that team. I think they're going to figure it out during the bye. I might be 100% wrong. I might be giving Brady and It might and be Bowles. what they are at this point in the year. I just think a, a bye is going to help both sides of the ball, and they'll finish the season strong. But that's where they belong. I yeah. mean, for, honestly, the other two teams that you've mentioned are playing better D right now than they are. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, number seven is San Francisco. Ooh. I don't know that I agree with that one. That's I more of, reputation than right. anything. I was about to say, like, if they weren't an awesome D last year, I don't know that you'd mention them as a top 10 D. Yeah. I mean, it's okay, but I think it's a middle-of-the-road D. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think all the other ones over them. You know, people talking about Robert Sala as a, a head coaching candidate. Again, I'm like, based on what? What he did last yeah. year? Because what he's him, doing this year is not great. No. I'll give him credit that I used to really bash him than say, you play that strict cover three, and it's great when you have Boston Buckner and great players. He's adjusted more this year. And he's getting some results, but and, but his talent's far less. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, six is Miami. Well, they're second, I think, in yards yeah. and points allowed. But it's really, other than the cornerbacks, kind of a mm-hmm. no-name defense. That's well, like, a scheme-driven, yeah. right, well-coached. I mean, Ogba's having a good year. Yeah. I don't um, know that he's a great player. Yeah. They've caused a lot of turnovers. Yeah. But, they also haven't played anybody. You want to talk about a schedule? That's, that's very true as well. It was quarterback friendly yep. or quarterback unfriendly for. Their and they've had some benefits like special teams touchdowns and things mm-hmm. like that that have helped the, the, their cause a little bit. 
Yeah, I might have him a little higher. He is Indianapolis number five. They've fallen a little. Yeah. Still pretty good, though. Still pretty good. Um, they put their best numbers up against. They're 10th in sacks per, per attempt. They don't necessarily they have some guys great, that can rush right. the passer, but they're all older. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Justin Houston, guys right, like right, that. Right, right, right. They don't have elite edge guys. Yeah. And the cornerbacks are they're good. They're fine. But they don't they play pretty basic. Mm-hmm. They're almost like the 49ers where they it's everything kind of okay, we're just going to vary their coverages yeah. a lot. They're they're pretty strict and don't allow a lot of big plays. Yeah. Leonard cleans You're counting on up. Leonard to clean right. everything up. I was just going to say that and you better have DeForest Buckner available. Right. I mean, those type of teams DeForest Buckner and Warren Sapp are very different, but if you're going to play a lot of two in Tampa two, you have to have that three technique. And when he was out, they got crushed. Yeah. You know, that's why I gave a first round pick for him. They know that. Right. Number four team we just saw, the Washington football team. I think that's probably legit. They're t- they have the number, you know, people are talking about the Steelers not being able to punch the ball into the end zone against mm-hmm. them. They get the number one red zone defense in the league. Yeah. And their D lines, the strength of it, obviously. I mean, except for a, a healthy Steeler front, there's no one else I'd rather have. Yeah. It's a loaded group, and they're only getting better. I mean, yeah. it's still pretty young. And it's too. deep, too. I mean, they've, they've yeah. run waves at you of guys that can settle and carry yeah. and all those guys. No, that's legit. Number three, the team we saw last night, the Rams. I agree. I, I mean, wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. I mean, they're playing really well. Yeah. Uh, they got some star power. They got some guys who are – having career years beyond the stars, mm-hmm. and, and that's what you need to have when, you know. It, it didn't really show up last night, but one thing they have going for them, and you can just think of this like from an arithmetic standpoint, that if Jalen Ramsey's on your number one guy, a lot of times if you just watch that matchup, there's a lot of green grass around them. So that means 10 other dudes are guarding a little bit of green grass. Yeah. And if Aaron Donald's taking two dudes to handle him and sometimes three – you just do the math. You know, like, it's a smaller pie, and we have a lot of bodies in it, and you don't. You know, the, their two stars have a great ripple effect. Yeah, they, they might – I mean, they might be the two best players at their position in the league. They might be the two best defensive players in the league. I mean, with all respect to T- Watt and Garrett, the, Ramsey's in the conversation now, in my opinion. Yeah. He's the best corner for me. Yeah, I think they're the best two players at their position, yes. Uh, number two, and this is a team that – while the Tampa Bay started well quickly – and it's kind of faded off. This team started slow, mm-hmm. and it's kind of gained some steam. That would be the Saints. Mm, good. Okay. I always keep thinking the Bears' name's going to pop up, and they've really fallen they've, off. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of glad they didn't. Although I'd take them over. I forget who you mentioned at eight. Maybe the Niners. I'd still take them over. But, no, the Saints are great uh, and playing better and better every week. And yeah, they're, they're deep. They're, and Yeah, they're a really good defense. Yeah. That's a, again, they're a complete team. I think they have an argument to be won. They have an argument. They have an argument. I wouldn't put them one, but there's an argument to be one. Number one is the Steelers. Sure. And if you look at like every every metric other than rush defense, mm-hmm. they're in the top three. Yes. Turnovers and sacks yeah. and passing yards and total yards and scoring and yep. and the and, pass rush is clearly one. Yeah. Yeah. Sacks per game, things like that, and the run defense is pretty darn good. Yeah. It's all not. It's, they've had a couple of down games. That game last week uh, or against Washington. They shut their run game down. Totally, totally. I mean, when and they Gibson ra- got hurt, but yeah. still, um, with exception to the one Raven game, I think the run defense has been pretty awesome. Yeah, it's. It, I don't know that there's. It's the the massive issue that mm. uh, some others seem to think, um, and it'll it'll do a good job, I think, against this Bills offense this week. It'll be a test. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that they match up against every offense really well. 
Uh, and it starts with the pass rush and then the coverage people. But I wouldn't trade it for any defense yeah. in the league. The thing that's hurt them, and I ran the numbers on this last night, they're allowing five and a half yards per carry to opposing quarterbacks. Hmm. Now, they've played some runners. You played Lamar. You played Deshaun Watson. You, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, some of these guys that, you know. Okay. You know but that's, that's still too much. That's a little. It's, it's too much. It's a good point. But how many carries is that? Uh, it's like 36 carries. It's a pretty small sample. But it does, it does skew your numbers a little bit. Yeah, right. You know. Um, in terms of run defense. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Because it ends up being like 36 yards a game. Over, under Josh Allen rushing yards. Well, they held him to 28 yards on seven carries last year. Okay. I bet he'll go over that. Probably, but if you look at it, he hasn't had a lot of games over that number. He relies on it less now than he used to because he's a better passer. Right. Right. He can still do it, but it's it used to be six seconds into the down, he's running around and tucks it and runs and a bunch of people are. You won't have six seconds against the Steelers, but uh, this year he has broken he has broken that what did I say, twenty four yards. Uh, he had 11 last week on six carries, 32 the week before, 38, 14 against Seattle hmm. on seven carries, uh, 23 on 10 carries against New England. Uh, yeah, six, maybe I will go under 61 then. on 11 carries against the Jets, 42 on eight carries against Kansas City, 18 on four carries against Tennessee, three for minus one against the the Raiders. I think he was just taking a knee at the end, uh, in, at least a yeah, couple, couple of knees here. Uh, four carries for eight yards against the Rams, four for 19 against Miami, and 14 for 57 in week one against the Jets. So most of his rushing total this year, in two, two games against game. the Jets, he's had 25 carries for 118 yards. Wow. Yeah, on a game-by-game basis, I would have guessed his average would have been higher per game. Yeah, he's not running nearly as much no. this year as he has which is, years. frankly, if you're a Bills fan, you're happy about. Yeah, you. Uh, that's the there. thing with the with the the running quarterbacks. Like that you gets you through that your first couple of years, yeah. but you better figure out how to be a passer. Right. Absolutely. Not that this matters that much in terms of the stats, but he's also like their goal line runner. You know? Yeah. Like, he's yeah. got six rushing touchdowns this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. And he does that well. Yeah. Uh, that takes uh, you know you you sent me the article from the Athletic um, last night about uh, are the Steelers a a true contender for the Super Bowl. Are they really a top-tier team? Mm-hmm. That defense makes you a top-tier team. Right. I 100% You agree. could argue all the other stuff that you want to do, but if you're going to – who are your top – if you're going to say are the Steelers – you're going to ask the question, are the Steelers a top-tier team? I read through the article. He doesn't tell me who the top-tier teams are. See, that's my complaint with this whole conversation. Like, the NFL Network's on right now, and the headline five minutes ago was – the Steelers have to beat the Bills to true to show that they're a true contender. Well, if the shouldn't Steelers, it be the other way around? They, that's <laughs> a great point. But if the Steelers would have lost the first game of the year and dominated every team since, you wouldn't have this conversation. It's just because they had the undefeated label on them. Because the real conversation should be: Are they a contender? And who else is not? Are they the best team ever? <laughs> you know, that's yeah. what we're comparing it to. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I don't know what like you're... that's the standard that everyone's holding them to. I mean, I look at this at this te- this this uh, Bills team. They've lost to Tennessee. They lost to Kansas City. Uh, they lost to Arizona. Yes, they beat Seattle at home. Mm-hmm. They had a couple um, good wins, yeah. Yeah, they, they beat the Rams at home early in the season yeah. when the Rams weren't playing as well as they are. But that's who they played. That That's it for their... Good teams, Tough games, yeah, and, and they're three and they're, they're two and three in those games. Did they play Miami yet? They beat them in week two, thirty-one twenty-eight. Okay, Miami's better now than that. Yeah, yeah, I know they still have one. 
So, I mean, you can look at the same thing. Well, you know, do the do the Bills need to win this game against the Steelers to prove that they're a good team? Right. That's <laughs> and in the end, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It makes more it matters more of when they meet again. Yeah, it's, or, what you know, right, it's right. just things to talk about. In, it is, you know, on, on December that too. We on December eleventh, and right. you know, yeah, it's just no, the way 100% it is. Right, but it, that that headline has bothered me though. Is is this truly an elite team? Talking about the Steelers. Well, nobody cares about the Chiefs. Uh, schedule that they've played this year no. really poor you right. know and i understand they're the super bowl champs and mahomes is awesome and i'm not cutting on other teams but someone's a contender right tell me who they are who are, they, who are your te- if you're going to say are if you're going to ask the question if the steelers are a tier are a top tier team tell me who are the other top tier teams are right and if is it the rams where the rams are suddenly a top tier team now because they they won a game last night mm-hmm. well two weeks ago they were losing game you right, know? right right so come on i mean the saints are in that conversation right if you want to put the Bills there, I'll listen, you know. But if you don't have the Steelers there, we're probably going to have a, a conversation about it. You know, yeah. like, you can tell me they're not elite, but tell me who is. You know, who's the top tier then? Yeah. I and mean, this league isn't three teams that just – it's not Cowboys, Niners when yeah. I was a kid and, Monta- you know, Aikman, Young. The and, 78 you know. Steelers are not in the league. No, it's harder <laughs> to be a dominant team. You know, even recent Patriot teams, there's nobody like that right now. Yeah, you know? I agree. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. We'll all go right. through all the games right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It's time for the Fantasy Football Focus, and we'll take a look at all this week's games from a fantasy perspective. Uh, First game on uh, Sunday at 1, it is the Chiefs at Dolphins. The over-under is 50-and-a-half in that game. Yeah. Uh, Do you get in cute with anything? I mean, I think it's Hill and Kelsey Mahomes. I don't love the Chiefs running backs in this game. I don't either. I think Gaskin's a must-start at this point. Yeah. Gusecki probably is. Probably, yeah. yeah He's coming off stage. a big a big target game last week. Tua seems to look his way, too, and they're looking for receiving help. What about Parker? <sighs> You're probably going to start him because mm-hmm. he's you know that's who he is on your roster. If you, I wouldn't start him in DFS. No, I wouldn't be anxiously pursuing him to yeah. my roster. Anyone else do float your boat on that? Not really. Watkins doesn't, Bell. No. Yeah, with the Chiefs, I think you just stick with the... The big dogs. The big dogs. Mm-hmm. And the other guys are dart throws. Right, right, right. Yeah. They're not consistent week to week. And you're not going to start the, the uh, Miami defense in this game. You probably have been using them pretty consistently, but yeah. not in this game. And it's probably maybe even the same thing on the other side of that with the Chiefs. You probably... Because Tua gets rid yeah. of the ball so quickly. Yeah, you probably won't have a ton of success with yeah. the big plays and sacks. Is the Miami D good enough that you hold it, pick up another for the week, 
or are you just dumping it? You know what I mean? Like if your roster's pretty um, good, probably at this point in the season because you're in your you're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So if you win this week, I guess I have to look. At you could probably get them really. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's you know, right. you're not fighting the waiver wire for you know eleven other leagues. Yeah, you're just streaming defenses at this point. Uh, Vikings at Buccaneers. The over under in this one's fifty two and a half. It sounds like Evans is going to play. That was questionable. It sounds yeah. like Godwin's going to play. I'm not fading Dalvin Cook in this game. No. I'm, I'm not fading any of my my Vikings. In fact, we just talked Thielen. about this Buccaneers defense. Right. You can, I think there's can a lot had. of points in this game. Yeah, I think it's going to be up and down the field. Mm-hmm. Any Bucks running backs? I guess Jones. Yeah, but he's low on my list. I don't love him. No, no right. He's, I wish a, he's a low end RB two. Right. I wish he would catch. And, and you hope balls. that he does something. Is Gronk a starter? I don't love it. I don't either at all. Mm-hmm. I would feature the wide receivers more and more. Yeah. Come and have a bye, get the ball in their hands. Yeah, I would as well. I Brady think... or Sarton? Cousins or Sarton? Yeah, I think both they're those guys. They're about the same. Yeah, I think they're, they're both in that low-end tier one guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. They don't run enough, you know, but they're they're good. Uh, Cardinals at Giants. Over-under is yeah, only 45. So, I mean, Hopkins Weather could starting, be a factor. But, right. Bradbury should do well on Hunter, or on uh, Hopkins. Murray's not the same, but he's he's brought you there, and it's a tough D. He's not running. I like Gallman. Like, yeah, I like Gallman yeah. a lot in this game. What about on the other side of that? You like uh, Edmonds or or? Not a lot. Yeah, I mean you, they're probably one of your best, you know, twenty four running backs in yeah. the league. But um, Drake doesn't super excite me. Yeah, Ingram is a start. Yeah, yeah, Ingram's a start. Um, any of the other Giants receivers? Mm. Not for me. Yeah, I can't buy in on that one. No, although it looks like Daniel Jones is going to play in this game, so like you know maybe it's not bad. A, yeah, it gives you a bit of a bump there. And he's not the worst start in the world either. No, that Cardinals it, defense can be had. Yeah, he was running a lot more pre-injury too yeah. by design. Maybe that slows down a little bit. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, with the hammy. Um, yeah, uh, Giants are Murray, eight. Murray would scare me though. I mean, if if that's all I got. Giants are eight and two against the spread as an underdog this season. Are they really? Yeah, yeah they've been sold short. Yeah, Texans at Bears. The over unders only forty five in this game. Watson, you can't sit. I don't care what defense you play. I think this this game goes over. I kind of think so too. Just because Houston games, Houston can't be Houston can't really be stopped. And the Bears defense hasn't played as well. The Bears, no, they have been down. And the Bears will move the football against the Houston. Against Montgomery's going to tear them up. Yeah, I mean he's not great. Cordero really Patterson may tear that, and like he may Alan have. Alan Robinson's have a big yeah. day. Yeah, yeah they're going to score. Right. right. Trubisky might not be this, the worst sneaky not the, start of not all Not the time, worst start. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's probably but, twelve other better ones, but. But yeah, if you're going DFS, DFS and you're looking right, for a cheap, yeah. you know, that's not a bad cheap option. Mm-mm. Are you? In, I think is Brandon Cooks back? I think he's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you into Kiki QT? That's a leap of faith there. It's a leap of faith, but somebody's got to catch the ball, and they're the going to they throw it. What right. about Jordan Akins? He's been disappointing. I keep wanting him he's to He's been targeted out. in the red zone, I think, in the last five games he's yeah. played. and he's been close. He's still a sleeper for me. Yeah. I'm still holding him. At some point, you got to wake up. Right, right. right. You know, Cam Akers woke up last night, finally. David but, Johnson? Uh, I heard he might not make the trip. So, really? Yeah, he has some, a personal issue. Mm, I didn't know um, that. So it might be Duke Johnson time again. They'll just throw a million times then. Right. That's that's actually better for Watson. Yeah. In terms of pass attempts. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, he, he's going to get sacked. Yeah. But. It's okay. Yeah. He doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Uh, Broncos at Panthers. This one has sneaky upside, too. Robbie 
Anderson. Yes. All the, Moore's out, right? All the other guys, like Moore's out. I don't, I don't know if Samuels got cleared from the COVID list. Right. It's Rob Anderson and nothing else. He's going to get a ton of targets. They're going to just pepper him. Yeah. And this, and this Broncos defense, uh, Bouye's, okay. yeah. Bouye's out. Right. They can be had. You, you can throw on these guys. Uh, I like that with him. Um, I'm starting Fant. I'm starting maybe Judy. They see it. Gordon's actually played pretty well. Yeah, He's and the Panthers—you can run on the Panthers. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not a bad. I think there'll be some points in that game. That's yeah. going to be a low scoring. Drew, Drew Locke could have some success in this one as well. Yeah, yeah. He's the king of garbage time. <laughs> I mean, he's okay for fantasy. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and no Christian McCaffrey, so yeah, you're probably starting Davis, but there's yeah. some of the lusters kind of off of him. Titans at Jaguars. The over under is fifty two and a half. Derrick Henry's had some success against He's had some big games against them. That's his hometown team. And that goes without saying. And Brown, and I think Davis is a starter now, too. I'm starting, yeah, all the the Mm -hmm. Tannehill, you're going to start. That's your big big four for the Titans. Chark's like in my doghouse more than any player. Uh, What about Chenault? Hmm. You know, you know, Robinson, you started. You know who's who's actually been pretty decent. Maybe like a wide receiver three start is Colin Johnson the last two. He's weeks. someone to think about. Yeah, yeah. Because like he has a rapport with Glennon. Yeah, he's had four catches in each of the last two games. They and, want to see what they have in him. Yeah. Like I don't think they'll go after a receiver this offseason. No, I mean you they know, just drafted him in, in Chenault. Yeah, him and Chenault and Chark. That's probably yeah. enough. They have other things to deal with. But it's I kind of like not a terrible no, spot I, for I, either team. Yeah, I think they're both going to have success. You're going to start Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Jags usually hang around. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cowboys at Bengals. The over-under is only 42-and-a-half because the Cowboys... I don't think since you'll get to 10 points. You going to stream the Cowboys' defense in? That's a tough button to push. That's a tough button to push. (laughs) But if you're saying they're they're not going to give up 10 points, then yeah. Not so bad. (sighs) Since you won't (laughs) run on them like other teams have. No. Right. I'm starting all my Cowboys. All them. Yeah. Since now maybe bad. you've you've knocked them all down a tier from right. what they were. Like Murray Cooper's now guy. a two. You're right, yeah. right, right, right. And you know, Lamb's startable, Gallup's yeah. probably startable. Dalton would be a pinch, but there's because there's other other quarterbacks. It's his but, big revenge game. Big revenge game. <laughs> I think they win like twenty to three. Then the Cowboys defense is a streamer this Not week. Bad. Will they get sacks? Maybe. They'll get some sacks. They'll, yeah. get, they'll get some turnovers. Probably. They'll, those quarterbacks will throw it to the other team. I mean, there's no way Cincy puts up more than 20 points. No. They're not going to. I mean. I don't the, think they'll get to 10. What's what's their high point on yards? 250? Yeah. Against the worst defense in the league? Right. right. <laughs> what are they going to do next week against the Steelers? Yeah. Do they get do they get to 150 in total yards? I don't think. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a struggle. That'll be worse than New England last they could, The Steelers could run you and I out at inside linebacker. <laughs> it won't matter. Wow. It's bad. It's bad. Um. Colts at Raiders. The over-under is 50-and-a-half. Firing up Phillip Rivers in this game? I think so. If if he's not pressured, he does well, and he's not going to get pressured. Yeah. Taylor's a start now. Pittman, Hilton. I suppose Pittman and Hilton are startable. They're threes. Yeah. Uh, That's about it on the On the Raiders' side of things, obviously you're going to start Jacobs. Yes, although he's not 100%. I don't love Carr in this game. No. I love Waller. Yeah, Waller's a, uh, he's he, an, he's, an automatic, but yeah, it might not be his best game. How about are the Raiders receivers? No. I don't love any of them in this no, game. I no, I either. I think it's tough sledding. Yeah. I don't love Carr in this game either. Yeah, I think he's going to struggle. Yeah, I do too. This might be the beginning of the end for the Raiders. Or two weeks ago might have been the beginning of the end for the Raiders. I agree. Uh, 
Jets at oh, yeah. Seahawks. The over-under is 47. The Jets or the uh, Seahawks are 13.5-point favorites. I think they'll blow the Jets out. Yeah. And I think Seattle's D is coming around. This is the Jamal Adams revenge, revenge game. game. But can you revenge. start anyone more than Wilson, Lockett, Metcalf, and Carson? Yeah, I guess you have to start Hyde because they're splitting, they're splitting if that's carries. 50, 50, uh, yeah, I, mean, I guess they're both threes. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Any yeah. Jets? Um... I think isn't Crowder of some one of the receivers has a family matter they're going to miss or something. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Which Mims. It's Mims. Okay. Mims. So it's per- Perryman and, and Crowder. I think are startable. They'll get targets. Yeah, I mean they'll get twenty targets between the two of them. How about in the running game for the Jets? Ty Johnson, I think, is the guy. Yeah. Does he get no. twenty carries again this week? He, he did well against the Raiders last he week, did, but, but it was they the Raiders. Were in the game. Yeah. You know, I just don't think they'll be in this game. I think the Jets will hang it up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think yeah, it's I mean, I'd have a hard time pushing the trigger on any Jet. Pulling the trigger. Washington at San Francisco. This, the uh, over-under is 43. That's another low one. McKiss- McKissick. McKissick is an obvious. Uh, Warren's an yeah. obvious one. Yeah. Are you in on what's-his-face, the tight end, Logan Thomas? Logan Thomas is, yeah, I think yeah. so. I don't think last week was a flash. No, because I, I'm sure the 49ers are looking with the, at what the Steelers did and say, hey, we can do that with – with yeah. McLaurin, we can we can take him out of the game, right? And if McKissick and Thomas beat us, so be it. I don't love anybody in the 49ers backfield, no. including the quarterback, or there any of the running. They're they're using all four now. It, it's just a mess. Mostert's the one you love if he could just get, but they don't sixty five percent of the touch. That's not what's happening. So he's not even. It's barely usable as a flex. It's bad. It's maddening, really. Yeah. But I'm Ayuk using Samuel, I'm using Ayuk and Samuel. That's right. that's about it. Out of that Their whole passing game is those two like guys. Washington's. Yeah, I and mean, it's just two yard throws, but they're the receivers and not running right. backs. And, and their guys run after the catch. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. They get a million targets that's and they, they catch do. most of them. And you know, yeah, I, I, that, that's about it. I'm not sure there's gonna be a lot of points in that one. No, I don't think so either. Neither does Vegas. <laughs> no, right. A lot of short <laughs> passing and good defenses and yeah. Uh, Packers at Lions over under fifty five. Packers will put up points. Packers are going to score some points. If the Lions are healthy, they may score a lot of points. If Swift and Gall- Galladay play, yeah. If if, if Swift plays, you you got to get him into the game. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Hawkinson's a no brainer. Um, Marvin really, Jones. Yeah, unless Galladay plays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stafford trusts him. What about Marquez Valdez no. dropsies? Yeah. <laughs> or Lazard or any of those guys. To me, I think there's only three Packers, unfortunately. Nah, I don't know. I think the tight end is uh, playable. Playable. I mean, you could do worse. Yeah. You could do worse. Okay. No, because he looks as – I mean, if you think Rodgers is going to throw three or four touchdown passes, he's not going to throw all four of them to Devontae Adams, Adams right, as much right. as he'd like to. Right. And Adams <laughs> should go tear it up, but yeah. no, we don't, you don't need us to tell you that. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy that. Uh, Saints at Eagles. The over-under is 44. I think this is a low-scoring game. I do, too. I think the Saints D controls things. They run the ball. They don't ask much of their quarterback. I think the Saints win this like 24 to 10. Yeah, I do, too. Something like that. Um, Which means there's not going to be a lot of points scored. So, like, I'm fading Cook and Goddard, any Eagles. The entire Eagles passing game, yeah. Miles Sanders, I guess, is a tough one. 
Yeah. They've kind of said, well, we're going to feature him more. I'm like, well, why didn't you yeah. before? What have you been waiting for? You're right. I'm sure Carson Wentz is going, hey, what, what do you mean? Right. <laughs> I wouldn't mind using him. <laughs> He's on the stand on the sidelines, and I'm handing off the Boston <laughs> right. Scott. run the ball once in a while? <laughs> I guess I'm starting Sanders. I don't think he has a big day, though, against that defense. Yeah. Check uh, check the status of Latavius Murray mm-hmm. in that one. He could, yeah. have, he could have some success. Do you have to start Taysom Hill now? Ugh. I mean, he's good in fantasy. Yeah. He'll run for 40 yards. Yeah. Probably get in the end zone. I wouldn't love it. It would, it would not make me happy. Let's put it that way. It's got a blurb here. Joe Hayden is out. Ah. How about that? Okay. Get, get around to that. Didn't get Chase cleared. Claypool's good to go. Yeah. All right. Uh, Falcons at Chargers. The over-under is 49 and a half. I think there's points in this one. Yeah, I think that's up and down the right. field. I think that over-under is low. Yeah, I think Herbert gets back to throwing the ball and putting up big numbers. Eckler catches a million balls. No Julio Jones for the Falcons. Yeah, that's big. Um, but that doesn't hurt Ridley. I'm no. not getting cute with the other Yeah, Atlanta Russell Gage or maybe, maybe some Hayden Hurst. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I just the other wideouts. Yeah. And, and I can't start Gurley anymore either. No. At all. I, yeah. But those Chargers are appealing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Austin Eckler in his two games back. Uh, since returning, has gotten 25 targets in two games. And the Falcons, like, always lead the league in receptions to running backs. Yeah. Their defense. He could have 25 catches he in this game. 25 in this one, right. Uh, Steelers at Bills. I think Over-under 48. I would lean towards playing guys. Yeah. Uh, there'll not, be a lot of points. I think Unless Beasley's, weather's really a problem. I think Beasley's a, a, a must-start. Um, I know you'd probably be on the fence about him, but yeah. obviously you can start Diggs. Uh, but Beasley's, would you start Beasley over Claypool? PPR maybe PPR for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's a tough call because I, I, all three of those st- the, the top Steelers receivers are startable and in any given week. Right. But it's it's but always two of them will hit. yeah it's always a question of which one's going to get the most mm-hmm. you know. But I know Beasley's going to get the football without question. Yeah. Um, what about the three running backs that matter in this game? I'm starting Connor. Yeah. I guess you probably start Singletary, but I'd look at him as more of a flex. Yes, I wouldn't start him with confidence. No, I don't, I, and I wouldn't definitely wouldn't well. start Moss. No, Moss is not. But you can't yet. you can't sit Allen because you probably no. got he probably no. got you here. And Roethlisberger's a uh, you know he's a quarterback. It's a good matchup for Ben. Yeah, it's not yeah it's not a bad matchup at all for Ben. So. How about Ebron? Yes, yes. They they're like twenty sixth in yeah. tight end pat, defense. They've mm-hmm. just not been good. No, they haven't. Um, yeah, so and they looked them in the goal line. Yeah. No, um, I'm fine with that. I, I I probably take the over in this game too. I'm not sure what the number is, but uh, well, I just said it. It's forty eight. Hmm. Yeah, I was thinking it'd be like fifty two ish. Yeah. Uh, Ravens at Browns. I think the Ravens beat them pretty bad. Do you think Dobbins gets the Cam Akers treatment this week? Eighty five percent of it, which is good enough. Yeah. Yeah, he's ready to be the guy. Yeah. Ingram's didn't practice today, I think he said. Yeah, Mark right. Um, uh, Andrews, Andrews is back. And how about your boy Marquise Brown? You Two weeks in a row, he's been okay. <laughs> I think they've – I don't think it's a fluke. I think they're making an effort to get him the ball. But his nature of his game is always hit or miss. Yeah. I mean, he's the Sean everything's, Jackson the, yeah, everything's down the field. I guess is a dart throw, but um, you're going to start Jarvis Landry just because you have to. But he's I don't know that I can go Hunter game. Mayfield, though. I mean, Chubb, of course. Chubb, you're going to start. Hunt's Maybe. role is really, ro- really Yeah. Fun. I mean, if they're getting blown out, Hunt's going to be carrying, a, you know. Well, he's a catch passes, yeah. too. He's more like a flex to me where he used to be a running back, too. Right. Yeah, I yeah. think that's where that's at. 
Um, and that's it for the week games. So okay. there's some good games. Yeah. So uh, he is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to the Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about that Steelers injury report. All right. Right after this. You're tuned to the Drive on your 24/7 home of the Black and Gold Steelers Nation Radio. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, uh, the Steelers are releasing their injury report uh, while we were doing that last uh, segment. And yeah, um, Kind of big news, huh? Yeah, Joe Hayden uh, will not uh, will not play this weekend. Uh, still dealing with that concussion. Does that um, mean he probably took some step back? Not necessarily back. He just didn't, didn't get through the... the, yeah. the and that was going to be tough. It was going to yeah. be a, you know... They may be erring on the side of caution in this one. Just I wonder be, if he would have one more day. Right, that's know, the thing. Day. I mean, it was a Monday game. Right, right. And usually, you know, it takes at least five to get through the concussion protocol. Maybe mm-hmm. they just said, you know what, you haven't practiced all week long. We're going to give you the extra week. We don't want you to suffer a setback in this Absolutely, game. Absolutely, right. You know, we need you for the long run, not just for this game. You know, like, I don't think this is a terrible game to be without Vince Williams. I don't think it's a great game to be without Hayden, though. Yeah. I and mean, they play a lot of three and preferably even four receiver sets. Sutton's more than capable, don't get me wrong, but... But it changes the on-down-the-line stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. The, the next rung on the ladder is... You know, when you go to your and, dime, now Justin Lane's on the outside. Right, and, you and they'll probably throw at him. You right. Know, and they're going to try to, of course. I mean, that's what NFL teams do. Yeah, um, so that, that hurts. Uh, of course, we knew that Robert Spillane wasn't going to play yeah, in this game, but everybody really. else is good to go. That that's includes, great. You know, Claypool's a big one. Chase Claypool back at practice today. That includes Chris Boswell. Nice. Um, nice. So didn't think of that that, one. That's a big one. That uh, Pouncey. Connor. You know, Pouncey's back off the uh, you know off that list off mm-hmm. the COVID list as is James Connor. Um, so this is really the healthiest the offense has been in a long time. Quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these the one is the linebacker injury is obvious, but this is kind of. <laughs> this goes against a lot of stuff we've been saying. Is this a statement game? Is this show if they're a lead or not? It's a little bit of put, put up or shut up for the offense to me. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, no more real excuses for this one. The offense should play well. Realistically, you're down three starters on defense from, mm-hmm. from what you started the season with. Right. That would yeah. be Hayden, Hayden, Vince, well, four actually. Yeah. Hayden, Vince Williams, uh, Bush and Bud Dupree, and your top backup at inside linebacker. Right. Yeah. Um, the offensively, though, the only guy you're missing now is I'm not even gonna say Banner. I Banner's mean, the only guy. Yeah, and they've lived the whole season without him too. So yeah. Not that I'm not disrespecting him, but you got your full gamut here. Um, you should be able to run the ball with some consistency. You know, the more I think of it, I think that their run percentage better go up in this game. You yeah. Know, especially with Connor back there. Uh, and Pouncey, you know, that they should try to shorten the game a little. And your receivers better not drop balls. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it's time for your offense to 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 cover up for your defense a little mm-hmm. bit, which is a little wounded right now. Right. And I don't think they're, you don't have to carry the defense, but, hey, this is a team game, and you haven't been doing your part lately, you know, and you're very capable of. There's no excuses for it. And that's not a great Bills defense. I, I think the Steelers are going to score points. Yeah, and I think they'll run the football in this game. I really do. I kind of do, too. Like, it's – Different when you don't have James Conner available. You can you can say, well, it shouldn't be, 
and these other guys are uh, the other guys have shown me they're not capable of being the number one guy. The, this is a long conversation, but that backfield room. I don't love Connor. I wouldn't invest in him heavy. After I would this not year. either. Yeah, right. But if it falls right that he wants to come back and stay at home for the right buck because no one else is calling, I'd listen. But when he's out, it's more and more obvious that that room's bad. Yeah, yeah they, I mean, there's, like, there's, there. To me, their 2021 starter is not in that room if James Connor leaves in free agency. I hope not. I mean, they have to get better at that position. They still have some of that tell to them where. Yes. Snell's out there. You know he's not going to run dynamic routes. If Samuel's I mean, out there, he's shown he can catch the football. Sure, but, but he's not going to run yeah. dynamic routes. And and you know he doesn't have. Why well, uh, he's fine as your number two or three because mm-hmm. uh, he also plays teams and he's mm-hmm. good at that. And you know he can you know get you a yard if you need sure. a yard. We'll make the team next year. Yeah, in most yeah. situations. He was great to finish up the Raven game. Jalen Samuels to me is not an NFL running back. No. I don't know what Anthony McFarland is, but I know he's not a feature back. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think he's in line with Akers and Dobbins and Taylor right. and their time yeah. just hasn't come yet, or Zach Moss even. Right. I'm excited to see him next year. I would have loved to see him in the preseason. He needs to get stronger. He needs to... He's know. the only one I haven't written the book on yet. Yeah. I think I know who all the other ones are. Right. Um, so he's, you know, maybe better, but, but you got counting on him. You've got to either add to that group in the draft, or you're going to have to go sign... Somebody that's somebody that's guy. you know. Right. I don't even care if it's a Carlos Hyde. No, right. Give me a, a legit NFL running back in that room. These past two weeks, Carlos Hyde have been really useful. Yeah. Last year they would have killed for Carlos Hyde. Right. And that's not much. I mean, they're not even expensive. Right. Yeah. You can get the Wayne Gallman for God's sakes. We had a good conversation with Merrill Hodge last night too, and this is something we've talked about a lot of the last two years. He said, besides Connor, none of those guys pass block well. Or right. Or helping the run game. You know, like, they don't do the little things well. And, yeah. and I think that's 100% true. And this isn't quite the same conversation as the running backs, but if I'm the Bills D, I want Watt, Samuels, McLeod, Hawkins on the field. On the field. I want them on the field. That's the thing. You know, people keep coming they keep asking me and they keep saying well they need to they need to get the fullback on the field i'm like no they don't that means washington's sitting out or Clayton's yeah you, you, out. You, if if you, i love to play against those guys right. who, you, right. who are you taking off the field now if you want to say we're going to take ebron off the field and put Watt in the game okay i can with three we, wide we, yeah with three wide receivers Connor, we can have maybe. that we can I'll have that. that but i don't want to do, i don't want to run that 25 times a game here's something i hadn't thought of and Stan asked me this as I was, you know, right before we did our show. And I kind of like it, but it's a little radical. Would you consider, and he, he asked me as a full-time replacement, and I said no, but I would consider sometimes putting Docks in at left guard, Filer at right tackle, Chooks is my sixth. I don't want to see Hawkins anymore. No, I don't either. Because they don't have a blocking tight end. Doxon's one of your best 14 Offensive players. I mean, that's a lot of shuffling. Yeah, that's the only problem I would have with that is, you know. But that might be my short yardage bunch. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you'd almost, I don't know how much you could rep it during the week. It's a little late to do those things. Yeah. But Dotson's a run blocker. Right. You know what I mean? Is it is it that much different than saying, okay, Dotson, you're going to be that extra, that, that tight end? We've seen that once or twice, and he didn't look like he knew what he was doing. But that was only once or twice. That was, yeah, I think once in the Ravens game when they mm-hmm. hadn't practiced, you know, when, when Hawkins was out. Yeah. I mean, I, I, don't, I wouldn't hate that as much as 
continuing to see Gerald Hawkins using that role. He doesn't block anybody and well, throwing to him, obviously. Yeah, it doesn't work either. Right. Um, uh, those That list of games, the guys I mentioned, Samuels and Hawkins and McLeod, aren't good offensive players or, to me. you're or allowed to use Vance McDonald in that role, too. Well, yeah. I think that and it's not be. as big a tell. I think that has to happen. Yeah. You know, it, because when you when you run Gerald, you run that extra offensive lineman in the league. You're telling you might as well have a, a blinking light. Says, "Hey, we're going to run the football here." Mm-hmm. And then when you don't do it, you end up throwing the ball to Anthony McDonald on fourth and McFarland on fourth down. But I wouldn't mind six zero line without Hawkins with yeah. with, with Dotson and take deep shots in. You know, Connor six offensive linemen for, for that matter. Receivers. And they they've done they they were doing a lot of this early when they were motioning. Uh, they would start off with Villanueva. Mm-hmm. Uh, split out to the right of the of the, the the right tackle. Right, right. You could do that too. You could do that. Although I don't know, I don't know that Al gets the best push anymore, though. Either. No, I don't think he does. Um, but he's still a better blocker than Gerald Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't see Hawkins anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to come up with yeah. power formations where I don't see Hawkins. If that was Banner, it'd be a much different situation. It's a much different offense line. To yeah. Eight here. I, I hear think you. Dotson's the only one that can do it. I just don't know that he's – he might have to be at guard. Yeah, I hear you. Um, something to think about. Yeah, it, it's something. definitely something to think about. And I, I, we're going to continue to see that formation because they, they've fallen in love with it the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, How many snaps a game has McDonald been playing? I should know that, but uh, – He's playing about a third of the, okay. the offensive snaps. I'm cool with that number. Yeah, but if you're going to have – if you're going to have somebody try to block Chase Young coming off the edge, right. it better be Mc, McDonald and not Ebron. Yes. I will say Merrill said this pretty well last night, too. He brought that play up, and he said, Ebron, even if you just stand there and get run over, yeah. just be it's a touchdown. Dumbly, it's a touchdown. It's a tu- yeah. I mean, that because was... the right side of the line is laying in the end zone. Right, right. They're in the end zone with the defensive guys on the other side of the end, like they've got the push on that play. Right. People saying that the offensive line's not getting the push are just saying something. Well, that, that's that that's not true. Cut to really think it's not through. true, right? And even the point of asking Ebron to block Chase Young, of course, that's a bad idea. He's gonna lose right. it every time. But you're not asking him to to, to stand him up. Right, you, but you wanted him to at least chip him and not and not allow him to break into the backfield untouched and grab the running back from behind. And that's basically what Merrill said last night. He's yeah. like, if he just stands there and gets run over, that's enough. That's a touchdown. Like if me or you stand there in pads and get destroyed, it might be enough to get him in the end zone. <laughs> we're probably in the hospital for the oh, next we're dead. week. Yeah, I mean, we're, I'd be dead. But, but it's a touchdown. Get in the way, you yeah. know. Like you just gave the guy a dunk. You See, know? I, I I didn't have. Um, you know, when, when you're talking about that situation, um, to me, other than the pass to Hawkins, which you shouldn't do. Which wasn't the play call, though. Right, right. I mean, Claypool was the play he's call. He's just one of the, yeah. And, and right. It's and, no different than, you know, when Zach Banner was going out for passes last year, they right. didn't throw him the football. I mean, <laughs> I, I keep hearing Coach Feekner's an idiot because they devised a play to throw to Hawkins. That wasn't the play call. That's what hap- That's how the play developed. Yeah. That wasn't the that's play That's what call. Roethlisberger threw. He threw it there, yeah. but right. They didn't throw the ball to Zach Banner in those situations last year. There was a play a couple <laughs> years ago where B.J. Finney was wide open yeah. on one of those plays, and they didn't throw him the football. No, the play broke down, and he saw an eligible receiver and threw it to him. Yeah. It didn't work. But the original play didn't go to script. Um, but I, that, goal line situ- that goal line thing, I didn't have a problem with it. My problem was 
they allowed that to then deter them from running it then on, it on third and short and fourth and short late in the game because, well, we got stopped down. Th- you didn't really get stopped mm-hmm. as much as you didn't execute. Right, right, right. There is a difference. And I would hope a game like this. Like earlier in the game, in the first quarter, yeah, on the first quarter on their first touchdown drive, they converted a third and one run with Benny Snell. Mm-hmm. He got two yards on the run. It was a short yardage situation. They ran it behind Filer at left guard. They picked up the two yards. Yes. I also think that Washington game, they had extreme respect for that defensive line and knew they were outmanned. Like their che- their checkers are better than ours up here. And I'm not. Sure, I don't think that's true this week. I don't think it's true against the Ravens. Uh, that. But you're right. Like just because one guy screwed it up. Doesn't mean you shouldn't run it two more times, right? You know, and still pick just up don't a yard. put that guy. Take that guy out of the game and put some put somebody else in the game who right. will do the job and threaten them that we're not going to play out there on third and eight either. Right? If you can't just at least if you stand can't in the way. get in the way and chip this guy, you know you're not going to be strength. out there. Yeah, right, right, right. We're not asking you to stand Chase Young up and drive him off the ball. Mm-hmm. That's not what's being asked here. <laughs> but you are being asked to get your hands on him and just slow him down. Uh, meant or put you your shoulder into him or do something. You, get you can't way. just let him run past you. They draw the charge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least get in the way and let them mow you down. Right. Because that would make half a second longer and then you score. I mean, that's all we need out of you that yeah. play, and he failed. Um, he's been a good addition to the team, but that's not what he does. Right. But if he's not going to do that, he can't be out there. And he needs reprimanded. I mean, like, that's not okay. If right. you are out there, you got to get in the way. Like, Claypool would have gotten in the way. Right. <laughs> Anybody. <laughs> have to Juju, be. James yeah. Washington, they would have They would have gotten the, the block on It doesn't him. have to be Mark Bruner. You yeah. Know, it doesn't have to be. Because yeah. I don't think he ran past, he almost ran past him like he was going to block him, da- down block him, mm-hmm. as opposed to, to sealing because it's a quick run. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. it makes it's me wonder if he, if he messed the play up. Maybe that's possible. You know, when they reviewed the film you know, in the tight end room, he's like, well, I thought we were doing this. You know, okay, I can excuse that. If it's lack of effort, to not hit any, right, to right. not hit him at all, and just go, whoa, hey, there he goes, right? And you not, allow your your play to get. I mean, it's a, that's again, that's a touchdown. The Olea, the, the bull it's a there, touchdown right. if he if he just gets in the way. Did you hear anything about this? Talk about the respect because I looked on YouTube yesterday and I couldn't find it. I was listening to a podcast and I guess there's some clip out there of Tomlin and Chase Tomlin yeah. and Chase Young. Yeah, it was on it was on the uh, Showtime's Inside the NFL. Oh, okay, it was an NFL doc. Uh, film stuff the third hand information i got sound like it was really funny and a huge compliment to young like man i wish we could be bad enough he said i don't know what tomlin said was i don't ever want to be bad enough to get a chance to draft a guy like you because you're so awesome yeah basically what he's saying (laughs) yeah which is kind of a backhanded compliment but it's a cool way of saying wow you're amazing yeah you're a good player but i don't want to have a chance to draft you because the only way you get you is the top two picks any year right because you're a superstar yeah yeah that's pretty cool at the same time you got tj watt 30th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not so bad. Right. You got Cam Hayward like 31st. Young, right. Oh, yeah, they do all right. Don't get me wrong. But, wow. I, I thought that's just a, such a cool Tomlin way of communicating with players. And that's, that's, you know, that's is, why, you know? you know, when they're, when they're you know, looking around or courting uh, free agents, you know, guys appreciate that kind of stuff. Heck, yeah. I mean, there might be a day that Chase Young is a free agent and the Steelers have cap space and, hey, it would cost him a gajillion dollars. But, <laughs> right, you know. or he's 33 years old and he plays part-time snaps 10 years from now. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's logic in that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I, I saw the clip and, uh, um, you know, uh, but again, that – got to be pretty yeah, bad to get that guy. Yeah, you got to be really bad. That's, that's, <laughs> right. Again, that's why the Steelers, the one year that they've had a losing record in the last two decades, mm-hmm. they got Ben Roethlisberger. They made it count, right. Yeah, yeah. 
You can't draft Mitch You can't Trubisky be down there right. year after year after year like the Browns yep. or the Jaguars or the you know people. I remember back in 2017, how did the Jaguars build this defense? Well, when you're picking top ten every year and you got all kinds of cap space, that's what happens. Right, and it lasted a year or two. Yeah, it wasn't built for the long haul. Right. Yeah, they're all playing for somebody else. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll hear from our friend Dave Damashek. Nice. He joined the DVE Morning Show earlier today. We'll hear that right after this. You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, as we do each week, Matt, we'd like to play back Dave Damashek of the uh, NFL Network and NFL.com. Yeah, he, he stops by the uh, the DV morning show each week, uh, gives them a little uh, insight on the, the national perspective, but also a lot of Steelers talk. Oh, it's got a Steeler flavor to it. Yeah, no doubt sure. about right, it. Right. Uh, but So here's what uh, Damashek had to say earlier today on the DVE morning show. It is the DVE Morning Show, your radio home of the black and gold, 102.5 DVE Steelers, Bills, a classic iron rust belt matchup between two blue-collar towns and their favorite sons, a matchup that will be celebrated in front of none of these people, no spectators. None. In, in, uh, in uh, Buffalo this weekend. A- empty stadium. That's right. Uh, joining us right now to talk about this all-too-important AFC matchup is somebody whose heart still lie, lays lies on the banks of the Three Rivers, though he resides in Southern California. From the Minus Three podcast and Extra Points podcast, Dave Damashek. Dave, good morning, sir. Hey. How are you? Yo, and happy holidays, fellas. Um, I thought... Um, uh, Bauman, you might do that that voice to build the drama all the way. To, but um, <laughs> which I'm which I'm for. I think I'd be fun to see if you could make it uh, a whole show that way. Oh, um, I've gone entire evenings. <laughs> you don't, have to, you like don't have to say much. To I the time. <laughs> am tired and out of. Interesting things to say. <laughs> yes. Well, that's basically what it is. That it's like uh, you know it's how Adam West made a career doing that. <laughs> that's right. Wait, <laughs> you've cracked the code. Yeah. It, <laughs> I'm gonna try that anyway. <laughs> listen, it feels good to laugh after what happened on Monday night. Um, I yeah. don't think anybody Oof. enjoyed what we saw. No. I think a lot of people are hurt by it. Hurt. A lot of other people though Upset. feeling validated. I, oh. I, I know this. It's one thing for the national pundits who may or may not even watch football on a regular <laughs> basis. And yet too many people. Okay, fine. I listen. You know what I say? And I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna bury the lead here, fellas. You know what I say? I like the Buffalo bills. I like their fan base. I like their way. I like that. They gather on Fridays to begin tailgating for a football game on Sunday. I feel bad for them. They, they, they have lived in, in broad strokes, if you blur your eyes, you know, the same jokes made about Pittsburghers are made about Buffaloans, Salonians, Buffalonians, Buffalippians, Buffalippians, Buffaloers. 
Anyway, <laughs> what they are is a punchline because they're 0 for 4 in Super Bowls. And I yeah. feel a little sad yeah. for them about that. But you know what? I, it's not just true this week, but it's important to point out now more than ever. Black and gold over red, white, and blue. And, um, you know, <laughs> that uh, that's an important thing to keep in mind as we go into this big one. Because while you might understand... You know, again, a lot of talk out there. Hey, Josh Allen, he's a lot like Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, who said that two years ago to you fellas? I said if Ben Roethlisberger and Cam Newton had a baby, it would come out and be Josh Allen. That's what it is. Here's the big difference. Josh Allen has a lot of promise in year three. By uh, year three, Roethlisberger was wearing a, 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 a ring on his finger. Guess what? Roethlisberger's 38. He needs at least one more ring on his finger before he uh, before he goes up to football heaven. The idea that because they lost to Washington, <laughs> yeah, the idea that they lost, by the way, when Pete, when, when somebody dies and they're, and they're 97 years old and they're like, Hey, football just got a hell of a wide receiver. It's like, he's 97. I don't know how good he's going to be. In the, you know, don't, hands don't you are want, brittle. Yeah. Don't you, want, don't, don't you want one of the guys who kicked when he was like, uh, like un, an untimely death at 34? Like, yeah, he's, He's still, you know, he's still at the back end of his prime up there in heaven. You know, he's like 34 <laughs> forever. But like, also, now that we're uh, getting, now that we're airing out our di dirty laundry. Sure. If I pass away mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, between uh, now and uh, the Super Bowl and you're like, hey, our old friend Dave Damashek passed away. Um, and we'd like the Steelers to do it, and you tweet or whatever about it, don't show me now. Don't show what I look like now. Show me when I was really handsome. Now, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I, I'm not going to jive you. I've been trying to wave the, uh, the black and gold uh, towel um, and, uh, and, and boost everybody's spirits and remind everybody it's journey, not destination. And all of a sudden now we pick our heads up and we see that, People are trying to do the math. This is a, this is one of the more enjoyable holiday events, I think, for pro football fans. It's like you know, I'm used to do it with the with the newspaper. Now you do it online, and the computer kind of does the work for you. But doing the math of like, but what if this team loses in week 16, and then in week 15 we beat them, but then the same time that team in the other conference beats the team in the because then strength of schedule and co conference wins <laughs> and all that. It is kind of fun. Like the straight line. I, I assume you guys have covered this at this point, but. It's pretty clear the big game to circle before you watch the Steelers and Bills in a couple of nights is uh, in a couple of days, you got to watch that Chiefs-Dolphins game and really root like hell. And if you're one of those people who thinks that which, uh, which cheek is sitting on the couch and, and how during a game affects the outcome in, in, in other football towns, then by all means, put that butt cheek where it belongs because you really need the <laughs> Dolphins to vanquish the Chiefs unless you think the Steelers are going to run the table from here on out. And if you do, I support it. I, I, uh, I cheer you and your attitude. I mean, at, uh, you know, at Buffalo, and then we still get the Colts, and then we got to go play them brownies, and uh, that one will be for miles, I'm guessing. And uh, so you know they're going to be, <laughs> yeah. gonna be extra fired up for that because it will be for miles. Did you and, see that uh, he's the uh, their Walter Payton Man of the Year for the Browns? Oh my God! I, I mean, Miles Garrett is their Walter perfect Payton Man of the Year. It's perfect. Walter Payton, it's who of course famously ripped off the helmet of one of his opponents and beat him about the head. 
uh, on his way to several <laughs> records. <laughs> what, what? It is. I, I, I listen. What I, I just want to say this, and I'll, I'll leave all names off of it. It's weird that some public figures, that some football players are allowed to move on from things and have different, you know, and be man of the year and all this kind of stuff. And other guys, it's like, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, well, it's, you know, no, you know, can't, can't do that. That uh, this is uh, the story on that guy. Like what, what the hell the miles Garrett, eight months after he clubbed an innocent man on a football field and attempted to take his life and send him to heaven and, and Crawford sending tweets of the guy up. Yeah. Uh, when, when he was 11 years old, like, I mean, what, what the hell is Crawford even doing? You know? No, I don't know. But anyway, heaven uh, just got a hell of a backup quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> He'd start stealing everybody's girlfriends in heaven. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> that Mason, he is. Boy, <laughs> he got gets, the best hairline in heaven. He gets around the afterlife. Be People would start weighing in on like every time somebody goes and it's like, boy, <laughs> They got a hell of a point guard. It's like if people if people started to debate that, then like, ah, I mean, we, we, we sure we, we sure he's getting in front of Bob Cousy. Like, I don't know. I don't, he, he's I already mean, no, up there. No Bob offense, but Dennis Johnson was a hell of a defensive player you know, on, on those 80 Celtics teams, man. He was really he was a do it all. Like, I, I think I'd rather have him in there instead of the guys who, who anyway. Let's talk about how unfair it is for St. Peter, who was the rock, who was one of the most important disciples to be uh, uh, relished to uh, or not relished, but he's been basically relegated. relegated rather to being the doorman of heaven. Like that guy is working the door. That is not a job that for St. Peter, like he's done it long mm. enough. You know, yeah, that job sucks. That job sucks. You're checking IDs. Everybody's like, oh, my friend's inside. They said they put me on a list. And you're like, no, you're not. You're not on the list. You know, he's better than that. Sure, he, he denied boy. him. So he denied him a couple of times. This is his punishment. He's the bouncer. PO'd. He's the yeah, bouncer. Right. Boy, that's a great point. I never see. I I don't know. Like, I don't know the the religion math of, uh, of uh, what the relationship is. So you're saying that St. Peter is basically Scottie Pippen. Is, yes. Uh, or... or <laughs> Or, or he's the butter to Jesus's uh, uh, lobster. <laughs> the drawn Saint Peter is is the drawn butter. Like you know, know, hey, listen, guess what? Lobster, pretty nice, but you ain't nowhere without old drawn butter Saint Peter over here. <laughs> I think yeah, that's precisely um, what I meant. What now? And and to further this uh, this uh, spot on analogy metaphor yeah whatever it is ben roethlisberger well i'm not gonna call him our jesus i'll say he is our michael jordan we just saw what is the meme takeaway from the uh, the jordan documentary and i take that personally and i took yes. that personally yeah oh, and yeah. ben roethlisberger chip sunday night is an and I took that personally moment for number seven. Everybody's talking about Josh Allen. Everybody's saying that the receivers are dropping the ball because Ben doesn't throw tight enough spirals. It's his fault. So seven, this is a primetime matchup. And you know, let's get back to the word I meant to use uh, uh, here. Relishes. Moments just like this. 
and the Bills will be relegated to up and coming once again instead of all these people already crowning them. Nope, nope. Seven, where's the crown? Oh, look at that. Look who turned it around there. I like it. Let me just say one thing to you to just help your point there. Relish is terrible on lobster. (laughs) (laughs) It it would be terrible. So relish it up, Buffalo. You sacks of crap who never (laughs) eat anything. (laughs) We're going to put a little drawn butter, a.k.a. a run game, along with our lobster named number seven, Big Ben Roethlisberger, and your GD right, Randy Bauman. I, I, I said it a week ago, and a loss doesn't change that fact. This is the bottom line. Everybody, oh, the defense, and yeah, it's terrible. No Bud Dupree, and and now more injuries, and, and and everything else, and a batted pass on the first play of the drive. Who knows how that drive would have ended? What would our conversation be if yeah. not for a batted ball? I, it, it's not as though with two minutes left in a game that Ben Roethlisberger hasn't driven a team down a field for glory. Who knows? And I really did think that that was about to happen and we were going to wash our hands of another disappointing loss, but a a disappointing win, but a win nevertheless. Now here we are and there's no wiggle room. And what are we supposed to do? I'll tell you what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to turn our eyes to the first ballot Hall of Famer, one of four or five human beings walking the planet Earth currently. And I'm not talking about the guys that are in the Hall of Fame that are now 87 years of old, not 87 years young and waiting to have Crawford post uh, uh, patronizing images of them on Twitter. No, we have a guy who's 38 years old and can still get it done. And like I say, one of the very few who can not just not lose games in the NFL, but will his team to victory and number seven will, will the Pittsburgh Steelers to a victory that we will all relish as the bills are relegated and we get back on track (laughs) in time for the holiday season. I don't know. Listen, if we don't, they'll just put a picture up of me Crawford and make it a handsome one. If you can, Dave, I will do that (laughs) for sure. You have my word. I wish you both a very merry holiday season. Dave Damashek from the Extra Points Podcast, Minus 3 Podcasts, Steelers Bill Sunday night on DVE. That was NFL.com's and NFL uh, Network uh, analyst. Dave Damashek. Dave Damashek, our yeah. friend. Always bringing the good good stuff there. Great guy, funny guy. Uh, follow him on Twitter as well. Knows always stuff, funny yeah. stuff, but he always drops in on the DV Morning Show. We do like to play that back for you each week because we know a lot of you don't live in the Pittsburgh area and you don't right, get to hear right. Damashek. Right, a little flavor of that. Yeah, yeah. that's good stuff. Good I stuff. always like to end the show with that. Uh, we got to make our picture real quick before we uh, go. Uh, I got the Steelers losing this one 27-24. What do you have, Matt? Well, it's funny. Me too. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> And I've been avoiding it. I think it's I've gone really back and forth game. on the game all week. I think it's such a Tomlin game to win. I think Buffalo's in a little bit better place. Yeah. And I, I if, might the, if the Steelers had Vince Williams and Joe Hayden, I think they're the better team, clearly. And I still, they could still be the better team in this game. He just happened to lose it. Without question, it's my least prediction of, of the year that I would put a buck on. You know, yeah. like I don't know how it's going to go. I, I can't wait, though. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. We'll yeah. see. But uh, that's going to do it for our show. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Jacob here on site, uh, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.